Any examples used are for illustrative purposes only and do not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and may not be suitable for all investors. It is not intended to predict the performance of any specific investment and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Welcome to Take Point on Retirement with your host, Eric Arnett. Eric is a fiduciary and licensed financial advisor who always places your needs first. The experienced team at TakePoint Wealth Management takes pride in knowing they've helped so many pursue the financial future of their dreams, and they can help you too. And now, let's start the show. Here's Eric Arnett. So welcome everybody to another episode of TakePoint on Retirement Radio. I'm Eric Arnett, and we have Sam Davis here, our DJ and host extraordinaire. So great to have him. And we are blessed today with our CPA, Mr. Randy Woodruff from Suncoast CPA Group. And he is our sister company and partner in Take Point Wealth Management, provides all of our tax services for our clients. And it's so great to have you here with us today, Randy and Sam. How are you guys doing today? Great. Thank you. I'm doing great, Eric. Excited to bring more important information to people all along the Gulf Coast of Florida. Yeah, today we're going to talk about how to fund the retirement of your dreams. So you're going to want to stand by, listen to the show, get your pen and paper out, take some notes. As always, we're super excited that you're listening to us. Thank you so much up and down the Gulf Coast from Fort Gorda, Fort Myers, Sarasota, Bradenton. We've got the Nature Coast, our home. And uh, we're just so happy that everybody's here. And, and, and thank you so much for listening. Thanks for all your phone calls, making this show the number one retirement show in the area. We're super excited about it. And uh, it's all about education, folks. So, you know, this is your show. Listen, take some notes. Hopefully you get some, some good stuff, some tidbits. Out of it. And, and then, of course, we're always available for a phone call or a Zoom meeting or, you know, we can we can uh, meet in person, whatever, whatever is best for you. Just give us a call at 352-616-0511, 352-616-0511. You can also go to our website, takepointwealth.com. That's takepointwealth. You can just Google that right in your phone. And in the upper right-hand corner, you can click on there and get right on my calendar. And we can set up a chat session. You can leave me a few notes. And I know that you can because a lot of people have been using it. And I'm super excited about that because you just jump right on my calendar and we can have a 15, 20 minute chat about what's important to you and how you're going to fund your retirement dreams. So reach out to us. We absolutely love reading and hearing your messages. We'll be happy to answer any of your questions on the show or during a complimentary consultation with you and your spouse. With that all being said, I think today we have, you know, a great show, but I wanted to kick off the show, guys, and have a little discussion about something that, um, you know, has been a common occurrence or something that's been coming up a lot, quite a bit in the last couple of weeks. And Randy, I'm sure you get these questions too when you're meeting with folks, but, you know, all of a sudden we're in this environment where, you know, we're getting kind of beat up. It's kind of exhausting. Uh, we're, we're, you know, about a year uh, and a half almost now in this kind of bear market and people are getting exhausted. You know, they're not getting rewarded for their patience. And I tell people, you know, when we're at this moment in time where things feel so pessimistic is really the time of opportunity. And that's really the time that you want to get serious about putting together a long-term retirement plan. 
you don't want to write off equities in the stock market. You don't want to, you know, give up and just go off to the sidelines and put all your money in cash or buy that bank CD. Uh, it's just not going to get it done for you long term. Now is a great opportunity. And I wanted to read a little quote that that I happen to love and I keep here in the office. It's called, uh, this is from Sir John Templeton, who was revered as one of the, you know, founding fathers of investing in our country. But he said, bull markets are born on pessimism, grown on skepticism, mature on optimism, and die on euphoria. The time of maximum pessimism is the best time to buy. The time of maximum pessimism is the best time to buy. And the time of maximum optimism is the best time to sell. And the time of maximum optimism is the best time to sell. So when you're feeling like, hey, you know, now's the time. I just can't take it anymore. I'm going to cave in. I'm going to, you know, everything I've been doing is wrong. Nothing's working. You're feeling bad. That's the time where really you should be be buying and setting yourself up for retirement. And, and maybe it's time that you give us a call and we look at your portfolio, take a look at why it hasn't been working and we can make some adjustments and help you make some adjustments and get you back on track. You know, it's it's a it's a easy thing to do is to be lured to that bank CD now. But there's some things you got to be careful of um, the bank CD is uh, it, it's a false premise. You know, uh, they're gonna, the bank is taking your money and they're lending it out and taking risk with your money. And think about the bank reserve requirement ratio is 10%. That means they have to only have 10% in reserves to back up their deposit. Okay, 90% of the money that comes into the bank is out there in risky loans or is out there in other investments. And so where is your money truly the safest? And yeah, okay, you can get a one-year CD now for a little over 4%. That's fantastic. And we think, oh, man, that's amazing because just a year ago, we could only get half a percent. So it looks very attractive. But think about this. You also have to pay taxes. So that CD is going to kick off taxes, okay? That reduces your return on investment. So if you're making 5%, but you're in a 20% tax bracket, you're really only going to yield about 3.5%, okay? That CDs are not liquid. You can't break them. You'll pay surrender charges if you break them. But think about the alternative. And we're giving out a book completely free. Some of you have been taking advantage of that. And I really think now is a great time for you all to call in and grab this book. Free of charge. We'll send it right out to you. It's called Annuity 360. Because I'm really tired of like hearing folks say, oh, well, you know, my neighbor who's an auto mechanic said annuities are bad. Well, you, you got to start listening to the experts and you got to start training yourself and you got to start educating yourself. Stop listening to everybody else. OK, a lot of it's noise. But get this book, Annuity 360. Give us a call. Three, five, two, six, one, six, zero, five, one, one. That's our free gift to you. And we'll get it right out to you. You can also go to my calendar and in your notes, just put your address and your phone number and email, and we'll send it out to you. Take the time, read the book, educate yourself on what a multi-year guaranteed annuity is a MIGA. It's like a CD on steroids. 
you can take your money, you can place it with the insurance company, which, by the way, has over 100% and sometimes more of your money backed up in reserves. So let me say that again. Insurance companies have over 100%. I know of one insurance company that has a 7 to 1 ratio. That means they have 700% of your money backed up in reserves. So much stronger than the banks. And they offer you higher yields. I've seen three-year MIGAs at over 5.6%. You know, I mean, the rates change. But you can get a really nice rate on a MIGA. It's just a CD with an insurance company, basically. They're going to give you a guaranteed return every year. And guess what? It's also tax deferred. So you're not going to pay taxes on the interest that you're earning. It stays inside and accumulates like an IRA. So it's tax deferred. So if you're a retiree, you got to be thinking about this. And Randy, I'm going to bring you in here for a little bit. Um, because when you're doing tax returns, in particular with retirees that are on Social Security and Medicare, you know, when these CDs kick off interest, by the time the folks pay their interest, pay uh, their, their taxes on the interest, and by the time, see, that interest, that income is going to bump up the taxes on their Social Security and even potentially raise their Medicare premiums. I don't know. So the costs far outweigh what you're trying to achieve here. And I know they're tantalizing because, oh, I can put my money over here in the bank. It's safe. I don't have to worry about this volatility anymore. And I'm going to get this guaranteed return. And it really sounds really nice. It's 4%. But there are some other alternatives that I think are much better. Randy, what do you, what do you see out there when you're doing these tax returns with these CDs and interest? Well, you bring up a good point, you know, and especially for seniors when they're, as your income increases, there are multiple other other types of income and or expenses, as you mentioned, when it comes to Medicare, that can that can be um, it can cost extra money every year if your income goes up. And so, to your point, yeah, if you can put your put your money and it grows inside of an annuity and it's tax deferred, and so you're not having this income come out coming out every year affecting the tax of your Social Security, which you know, depending upon your income, depending upon your tax bracket. Um, you know, as you as your income increases, potentially more and more of your Social Security becomes taxable or potentially up to 85 percent of your Social Security is taxable at whatever tax bracket you're in. And as Eric mentioned, you know, once you get over certain dollar thresholds, the IRS, that the IRS, but the government, you know, begins to tax, not really tax, but they begin to charge you more for Medicare. So. I think it should be an American that as a senior that you can make too much money and they begin to take, or I should say take, but they begin to charge you more for your Medicare premiums when they actually do that. So when you want to make sure that to Eric's point, you're not just sticking your money in a bank and just letting it ride because that's the, I'll say the easy button because that's what you're comfortable with. There are a lot of options out there. If you take the time, as Eric mentioned at the, at the start of this, at this uh, show, that this is an educational show. This is a show for you. These are topics that you can, can learn from and that will help you make smart financial decisions that, that once, you, once you take the time to learn, you know, then all the, all, so all the mystery or all the, the mystique is, is kind of gone, if you will, and then you, you begin to understand. So as you make these decisions, you feel comfortable in these decisions. And I think, you know, as Eric read, read that um, uh, from uh, Mr. Templeton, you know, one of the uh, le legendary investors in Wall Street, has been, like he's passed away many years ago, but his wisdom lives on, you know, it's easy to just play on euphoria. And right now it's, you know, we're all excited about, oh, we can get, you know, four, four and a half percent at the bank. 
when for years we've been getting a half a percent. So, but it, you know, it's, it's, you know, not, it's not advisable just to live in the moment or make decisions based on what's happening in the moment, make good long-term strategic, strategic decisions. And that's why getting this book at Newbie 360 is highly, highly advisable. Yeah. You know, the, the way I see it is the problem is from the time we are children, you know, little kids, particularly in our country, it's been pounded into our head that, Oh, you know, you accumulate your funds in the bank and, that's a safe place to put it. And, you know, um, they got FDIC insurance and all that good stuff. And, but in my opinion, you know, and I've been an investment advisor for over 25 years. I also worked in banking for a long time. The banks are a good place to put your money for operational cash purposes only. You know, maybe keep, maybe keep 20,000, 30,000, you know, whatever your budget is liquid in the bank. So you can just grab it if you need it you know, emergencies or, you know, expenditures. But if you have, you know, a bunch of money just sitting there in the bank, you know, and you've been lured into this, you know, uh, I would say smoking mirror of, you know, 4%, that's not going to last either. But, you know, it's only going to be good for a year. In fact, interest rates are already starting to come down a little bit. And when the Fed pivots and lowers rates, rates will come down quite a bit. So it's only going to be for a year. And then your CD is going to mature. And now you got to decide, okay, my, I got my 4% for one year. I paid all my taxes on that. So I really got 3%. And now what am I going to do with the money? I'm just going to keep rolling it to another CD at lower rates. Um, or now, okay, well, now the market's doing better. The economy is on a firmer foothold. I think now I'm going to go back in the stock market. Well, guess what? It's too late because the stock market has already gone up 20, 30%. And, and, Folks, look at the charts. I'm happy to share them with you. The stock market always recovers when we're in the midst of the recession. Prior to the recovery, prior to the re- coming out of the recession, the stock market already found a bottom and grinded higher. In fact, uh, the NASDAQ is about 15 or so percent off the bottom that we hit in October. The S&P is up double digits. The Dow is you know, up about you know, single digits. The bond market has recovered a little bit. But my point here is, is that we've already started the recovery. All the bad news is already baked in. And the Fed is probably at some point going to pivot. So you're just going to have to move your money again anyways. And you're just chasing your tail. The best success that we've seen over time and historically, all the data shows that if you stay invested and weather out the storm, those are the folks that are going to achieve the most success long-term and be rewarded. You will be rewarded for your patience. And I know it Mm -hmm. feels bad. I don't like looking at my statements either and seeing them seeing red, but I know that my patience will be rewarded. And if anything, instead of sticking my money in CDs and the bank and hiding it, because that makes me feel better. I'm going to be putting more money to work in the markets here at these prices to build that nest egg for the future. So you kind of kind of come off your comfort zone a little bit, open up your mind and, and, and educate yourself and kind of really take a hard look at this and what you're doing and what your next move is. And yeah, Eric, you bring up a good, you bring up a good point. You know, we, in terms of staying invested in the market, I know folks sometimes have some anxiety about doing so, but you know, here at take point, 
you know, we're not just sticking people into mutual funds and sitting back and letting them ride for five or 10 years. We're, we're actively managing the portfolios. You know, we, for years, you know, long before the bond market started to interest rates shot up and the bond market went down, we were advising clients, get out of bonds, get out of bonds, get out of bonds and put your money into other, other investment alternatives that were still going to keep you invested in the market, but you wouldn't have the, uh, I'll say asset devaluation risk that happened with bonds. The interest rate shot shot up. So, you know, if you're if you've if you're anxious as you're li- if you, if you're listening, and you've been anxious about leaving your money in the market. It's probably because you don't have someone actively managing your money, and that's the reason why you're having to ride the highs and lows and, and be at the high and be at the very low. And if you got someone actively managing your money, you're you're going to hopefully be ahead of, of the of all these. You know, like here again, we were ahead of advising clients, you know, pivot out of your bond portfolios, get into other investments that aren't going to have the potential downside risk the bonds are going to have when interest rates drop. So um, it's a very important, you know, that you stay invested in the market, as Eric said, but you have to stay invested in the market and have the advice of an investment manager and advisor who's been in the market like Eric has for over 20, 20, 25 years, seen the cycles, seen the ups and downs and knows how to, I'll say, I don't want to say, to be out ahead of the changes instead of just sitting back and, you know, taking what, taking what you get. Yeah, we are firm, firm believers in tactical and active money management, which means that we're not passive. And 95% of the folks out there listening today and whomever you're working with, you're probably in a passive type portfolio where they've set you up in this portfolio. And regardless of what's happening in the markets or what's happening in the economy, they're not really making any changes or shifts. You're not hearing from them. Uh, they may not even be rebalancing the portfolio. Gosh, I hope they are because now is the time to really be rebalancing. But, you know, um, 95% of folks out there listening are, gonna be in, are in that passive business model. We feel very firmly, especially for our retirees and pre-retirees, you have to be much more active, much more hands-on, much more tactical. And you've got to make small shifts here and there. To, to readjust and reallocate and maximize performance in the portfolio. You know, as an example, I met with a lady the other day. I mean, this lady's in her seventies, her broker, she, you know, calls her maybe once a year, but she had this portfolio and it was supposed to be a safe portfolio and she's down almost 20% in 2022. And she didn't really understand why. And when I quickly pointed out to her and educated her on bonds and how bonds work and move and I found out that, you know, she has the majority of her portfolio because of her age was sitting in bonds and she really suffered because of that. And her advisor should have been making those tactical shifts and changes, you know, a year ago, two years ago to uh, see the risk coming in the bond market and to protect her from that risk. And that's something that we've been talking about for years on this show. And so, we constantly look at the potential risk coming forward and we wrap a bubble around our clients and we're all about managing the retirement plans with three key things in mind. The most important is, is risk. You know, how much risk are you taking to achieve your goals? Number two is what kind of fees and expenses are you paying? And number three, what are the tax consequences? So, those three things right there can really be the silent killer. And just a couple small changes there can make a big, big difference in your overall long-term success. So, 
super, super important uh, to, to give us a shout. It doesn't cost you a thing. A lot of people ask me, Eric, what does this cost? You know, it doesn't cost you a thing. You're listening to the show. Uh, we care about you. We're, we're happy you're listening to the show. And as a free gift to you, we're giving you our time and our expertise. And we hope that you take advantage of it because at the end of the day, all it's going to cost you is your time, an open mind and to listen and, 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 and work and to share your data and information with us. And then we're going to maybe put together the most optimized plan for you and, uh, you know, give you some confidence, give you some clarity and get you back on track. Because I know right now people are just spinning. You know, there's so much going on in the world. And, and you know, but at this time, at this moment, when you're that retiree, you're that pre-retiree, you need confidence and you need clarity and you need to get back on track with a good, solid retirement plan. And it has to be actively managed. It's got to be tactical. We offer that to you. You can call us at 352-616-0511 and, and we're happy to sit down and talk to you. We're standing by the phones right now. Uh, we're also, you can go on my calendar at takepointwealth.com and get right on my calendar and we'll set up a little chat session and we can talk about, you know, your situation and, 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 and hopefully get you back on track. We're all about just giving you some ideas and forming you to make better informed decisions in order to really take advantage of what's out there and optimize your retirement plan going forward. So give us a call or get, up, get on our website, takepointwealth.com and get on our calendar. We're standing by waiting to hear from you. And now for some financial wisdom, it's time for the quote of the week. This one, guys, comes to us from Richard Bach, an American writer born in 1936. He's written numerous books. You may know him for Jonathan Livingston Siegel or Illusions, both of which were written in the 1970s. And Richard Bach once said, the worst lies are the lies we tell ourselves. What do you think about that, guys? <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure, right? Uh, I've been doing a little reading lately myself and, and uh, reading a book. And it's a pretty cool book. And one of the chapters, it talks about just about this, you know, um, how we get so involved in ourselves and how we can tell ourselves lies. And it really holds us back from becoming and freeing us to become who we truly are. Yeah, Eric, I was thinking, you know, something very similar, you know, in our own personal lives, to your point, to the, the point of the quote is, you know, if you don't have a good, um, in our personal life, some good friends to people that are like an accountability partner or accountability group to kind of keep you focused, keep you grounded, make sure that you don't get off track with your own thoughts and beliefs and things that you think you can and can't do. And the same thing is true with, with investing. You know, so many people think that they can go it alone. They can think they'll need, need to have the advice of an advisor that's been doing this for 25 plus years. And, you know, there's so much noise out there in, in when it comes to financial advice from people that don't really know what they're talking about. And even some of the people that are supposed experts, sometimes they even ha have an agenda. So it can be really difficult to sort through all that. So it's always good to, um, you know, I, in my, in my opinion, you know, here again, I in years, years past when I was young, I did some of my own investing in terms of the, of the stock market. I had some successes, had some failures, but now I, you know, I don't, I, I you know, work together with Eric. I know he's been doing this a long time. And instead of me trying to go it alone, even I use a financial advisor, Eric, I'm in, I'm in the business with Eric, but he's definitely the main lead financial advisor in terms of, you know, knowing when to 
rotate my portfolio and to give me good sound investment advice. So um, here again, to back to the quote, quote of the week, a great quote. Yeah. I, I, you know, it, listen, if you're one of those people who have been putting off retirement planning, we would love to invite you to sit down with us. You can also meet with us virtually online or over the phone. Uh, we don't charge for the consultations and we'd be happy to review your portfolio, address your concerns and answer any questions that you may have. Get back on track. Stop lying to yourself. Get back on track. Put a solid plan together. Get some confidence. Get some clarity. Take charge. Step up. Control your money. And uh, let's let's get you back on track and, and 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 think twice before you dump a bunch of money in that bank. Uh, that's, you know, that's the, the gist of our first segment here. Uh, we've got a few minutes left here. We'll be coming right back on take point on retirement radio. When we come back, we're going to talk about the six major concerns for retirees and pre-retirees stay tuned to take point on retirement radio. We'll be right back. Fixed annuities, including multi-year guaranteed rate annuities, are not designed for short-term investments and may be subject to restrictions, fees, and surrender charges as described in the annuity contract. Guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuer. Chapter 7. The 4% Rule Big idea. Withdrawing 4% or less annually from your portfolio will ensure that you will not draw down your account too quickly and that your income lasts for your entire retirement. What is it? The 4% rule is a rule of thumb used by investors to determine how much retirees should withdraw from their retirement account each year. This rule should ideally help provide a steady income stream for the retiree, while also maintaining an account balance that keeps their income flowing throughout retirement. By withdrawing only 4% from your account, many financial professionals believe this will help your wealth last through your retirement and that you will be able to live comfortably with this withdrawal rate this rule helps financial planners and retirees set the withdrawal rate for their portfolios life expectancy also plays an important role in this process by determining if the selected rate will be sustainable retirees that live longer will need portfolios to last longer and medical costs and other expenses could increase as retirees age. Where did this rule come from? The 4% rule was created using historical data on stock and bond returns over a 50-year period from 1926 to 1976. Before the early 1990s, experts generally considered 5% to be the safe amount for retirees to withdraw from their portfolio each year. In 1994, William Bengen, a financial advisor, conducted a study of historical returns. He focused heavily on the severe market downturns in the 1930s and the 1970s. Bengen concluded that even during those markets, there was no historical basis that a withdrawal rate based on the 4% rule would exhaust a retirement portfolio in less than 33 years. What about inflation? Some retirees will choose to stick to the 4% rule all the time and never adjust for inflation. However, the rule allows retirees to increase the withdrawal rate to keep up with inflation. There are two options to do this. The first option provides steady and predictable increase, while the second option will more effectively match your income to cost of living changes. 
Option one, setting a flat annual increase of 2%, which is the Federal Reserve's target inflation rate. Option two, adjusting withdrawals based on actual inflation rates. The first option provides steady and predictable increase, while the second option will more effectively match your income to cost of living changes. Two scenarios where you should avoid using the 4% rule. Scenario one, a severe or protracted market downturn can erode the value of a high-risk investment vehicle much faster than it can in a typical retirement portfolio. Be cognizant of the health of the market and talk with a professional if you have any questions or want to make changes to your portfolio. Scenario two, the 4% rule does not work unless you commit to it year in and year out. Violating the rule for one year to splurge on major purchases can have severe consequences down the road. It will reduce the principal, which directly impacts the compound interest that the retiree depends on for sustainability. Even with inflation, eating at home is often cheaper than dining out. I'm Matt McClure with the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife. Food costs are up for everyone these days, and when you get sticker shock at the grocery store, you may be tempted to consider dining out more often. But think again. Prices are up at restaurants, too. Chef David Burke recently told CNBC some of the reasons why. Now, changing the menu, not one menu, but printing menus every day. Paper goods are through the roof, too. Gloves that we wear in the kitchen are through the roof. So there's a lot of deep fryer oil, the oil that goes into the deep fryers, which we don't really look at. We always look at the protein prices. Uh, that all of those little, uh, all of those ancillary things are through the roof with, with pricing. Energy costs are also having an impact on restaurants. Not only have they driven up the price of shipping food from producers, but gas prices are driving up labor costs as well. Burke said employees who live farther away from restaurants are asking for pay increases to offset the increased cost of driving in every day. So cooking at home will still be cheaper than dining out in most cases. Many large and local grocery stores offer discounts for seniors, but if you're not able to drive, you can also order groceries online and have them delivered directly to you. If you do decide to dine out, say for a special occasion, try to find a restaurant that offers senior discounts. So, have you thought about cutting back on dining out? It's a key question to consider, and it's one of the 23 retirement cost cutters for 2023. With the Retirement.Radio Network, powered by AmeriLife, I'm Matt McClure. Call Eric today at 352-616-0511 or visit TakePointWealth.com to get your free copy of 23 Retirement Cost Cutters for 2023. We want to talk a little bit about the six major concerns for retirees and pre-retirees. So we want people to truly enjoy their retirement that they've worked so hard for. And so here's some some of the things that we see here, some of the top concerns that we have for folks maybe currently in retirement or planning on retiring real soon. And so the number one, you know, one of the number one things is Social Security. You know, when do we take it? How do we take it? There's several different ways. Should we defer it? Should we not take it? You know, this is a big question and it's super important to really take some time and analyze because there's some tax consequences there. There's some long term funding and growth differences there. So it's super, super important to maybe reach out to us and we'll kind of walk you through that. We can do a social security maximization report for you free of no charge. Just give us a call 352-616-0511. But on last week's show, I think we discussed the possibility of 
you know, social security benefits being reduced or cut in the future. And I know that people talk about this all the time. If you missed the show, you can certainly check out our podcast or listen online at our website. But here's what you may have missed. No matter where lawmakers stand on the future of social security, there is almost a universal agreement that the program faces funding challenges that need to be addressed sooner than later. And, and sometime by the middle of the next decade, one of the trust funds that helps pay for Social Security will run, will run out of money, you know, leaving more than 20% of the program unfunded. Uh, you know, and in a report released by the Congressional Budget Office warned that Social Security trust fund could run out of money by 2032, a year earlier than previously thought. So if Congress doesn't make some changes soon and bring more revenue in or reduce benefit payouts, then something's going to break. We, you know, the rubber's going to meet the road. So we've got to be prepared for this. So even if we have 10 years, it's something to talk about. Maybe they're going to reduce your benefits. Maybe they're going to make the folks that aren't on social security yet go a little bit longer until they get their full benefit. Uh, you know, not really sure what they're going to do, but quite frankly, they're probably going to have to increase taxes in order to fund these programs. You know, we've talked about that all the time on the show, how important it is to shield and protect your retirement from the tax taxes that are probably coming in the near future. Taxes, 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 they're going to increase, folks. And so Social Security, you know, planning for it and, and not necessarily relying on it 100%. You know, that's important. I think even for maybe some of our, some of our younger listeners don't necessarily think that that big security benefit's going to be there. Let's prepare for that so we don't we don't have to rely on the government to take care of us and fund it. Uh, so let's stay mindful of that and let's let's look at the different ways in which you and your spouse uh, or even you as an individual. Let's look at the different choices that you have when it comes to Social Security. I know there's a lot of folks out there making mistakes because I see them and talk to them every day. And we talk about the mistakes that they've made already. And so it's super, super important to get that right. So if you haven't already, go to ssa.gov and create an account online today. It only takes you about five minutes. And once you have access to your account information, you can reach out to us so we can put a Social Security maximization report together for you today. We're happy to do that. So a couple of things. In the first segment, we're offering you the Annuity 360 book. It's a complete book. It's an easy read. So you can educate yourself on all the different types of annuities out there because we talked about the MIGA, the multi-year guaranteed annuity, and how we think it's the the CD on steroids. We think that this far outweighs and is much better than a, C than a CD at the bank. So you owe it to yourself to educate you on that. So give us a call. Uh, also, we're offering you this free Social Security maximization report. All it's going to take is your time, a phone call, we can pull it all together for you and talk about what are the ramifications of you taking Social Security too early? You know, what happens if you do defer it? Uh, where are you going to get your different cash flows from? Are you going to pull from your IRA? Are you going to pull from your Roth or your pension or, you know, so cash flow management as well. So all that is super, super important when it comes to your retirement planning. And that's why we offer completely free that full red zone retirement plan where we're going to put together a plan for you. We're going to test it. We're going to throw a thousand scenarios at, see how it holds up over time. And we're going to get a probability of success. So it, all it takes is your time. All it takes is a phone call and we're going to do all the work for you and build you some confidence, build you some clarity 
so you can feel better about what's going on around you and all the potential things that are in headwinds that are in front of you. Higher taxes, potential Social Security cuts, long-term care costs, medical costs rising. When do I take Social Security? When do I not take it? How do I position my portfolio? You know, all these things have to work together to build that successful retirement plan. So let's talk about it. Give us a call, 352-616-0511. You can also just Google Take Point Wealth on your phone, and you're going to get my website. And in in that upper right-hand corner, you can click Make an Appointment and just get right on my calendar for about a 15, 20-minute chat session, and we can get you on track. So super, super excited to hear from you. Uh, Can't wait to hear from you. Let's get you on track. Yeah, what's cool about this, Eric, is, you know, even someone like me, I'm decades from retirement. But last week, I actually went to SSA.gov and created an account online myself. Anyone who has a social security number can go online. And and once I got in there to my account, I could actually see my taxable earnings all the way back to when I first filed my first tax return when I was in high school cutting grass. So, you know, it'll be really cool to be able to track that throughout my career. And if you're getting close to retirement, it's definitely something you want to take a look at and then give Eric and the team a call because they can put together a maximization report for you that will show you all the options that you'll have when you actually decide to start taking Social Security. Well, moving on to the next concern, first one being Social Security, the next is portfolio balances going down. And Eric, I think this is enlightening. Since the year 2000, so just taking a look at the past 20 years or so, there have actually been seven years where the S&P 500, which is kind of our thermometer, our our temperature gauge, if you will, for the the stock market, seven years where the S&P 500 saw declines, including last year. Yeah, so you're bringing back um, some old, haunting memories sam uh you're i'm having some uh, old recurring nightmares here so you know i've been doing this 25 years got some gray hair and when i first came in the business was about 98 1998 and we had two really good years in the market when i first came in the business and that was during the tech boom so like you know it was crazy people were like doubling their money overnight and all these technology stocks and it was prior to Y2K, and so it was a lot of spending in technology. And, and man, I mean, I remember going in and, and buying stocks, and they would, like, go up 50% in one day. It was crazy. Like, you probably were still running around uh, in kindergarten then. I don't know. But, uh, you know, it was crazy. It was a crazy time. And, and um, I was, you know, first starting in my career, so it was kind of like, wow, this is, this is amazing dynamic stuff, right? So I'm like loving my job. Portfolio values are going up. This is great. We're trading stocks. And then boom, here comes 2000. And whammo, a negative 10% return in the S&P. What, what, that wasn't bad, but what hurt was 2001, 2002. So three consecutive years, we had double digit negative returns. Okay. And so, uh, and then in 2008, we had a negative 38.5% return. So think about it, 2000, 2001, 2002, 2008, that's four years out of that decade, the markets got hammered. And we even go back and we call that the lost decade, because if you look at the S&P 500 from 2000 to 2010, it had zero return after fees and expenses. So really tough time, really tough decade. 
And so, um, you know, I, I, you know, it, people think it's bad right now. And the market was down 22% last year, by the way, the market's positive for 2023. So that's super exciting. So we are recovering and we're not, you know, in this free fall, but yeah, the market was bad in 20 in, in 2022 and we, you know, the stock market was down 22% and, and people were like, Oh my gosh, this is horrible. This is, I don't know. But think about it. You know, we've had periods of time where we had three years of that and it was dismal. It was rough. And so that's how I kind of cut my teeth in the business was in these negative markets. And so it's super, super important. What I've learned and what I learned during that time is it's more important to protect and guard the portfolios from those big negative declines than it is when you, what you make in the up years. Because if you go down 20%, you got to make 40% to get back, right? And that's h- tough to do. So when you're in that retirement red zone, you're in retirement, or you're nearing retirement, this is super, super important to get right. You can't afford like we just had last year. If you look at your portfolio and it's down 20% in 2022, you can't afford that. And that's a shame and that should have never happened. We've got to build portfolios that are going to weather all storms, going to minimize the downside risk, but still get you that good positive return in the up years. But it's very, very important those first five years to get it right. Because if you experience negative double-digit returns in the first five years of retirement, it can really be devastating to the long-end effects of it and, and not running out of money. So it's really, really important to get it right and to sit down with us in the very beginning. Let's build a solid plan for you. Let's make sure you're never going to run out of income. Let's make sure you're still going to beat inflation. Let's put together the right strategy for you to weather all storms and get you to and through retirement successfully but being very mindful of protecting the portfolio from those downside risks. Because if portfolio balances go down, it's okay if you're young like you, Sam, you got plenty of time to recover. But for folks that are in that retirement red zone, it's pretty tough to recover from that. And uh, you've worked a long time. You've worked really hard to accumulate that money. So you owe it to yourself to be with the right team that's focused on reducing that risk for you reducing those fees for you, and then also reducing taxes. This is what's going to be successful over over the long haul. Yeah, and that kind of leads us right to our next big concern that retirees have on our list, and it's a market crash. And, and who can forget what happened in 08 and 09? Almost 9 million jobs lost, unemployment spiked to 10%. Uh, this one is a wow, Eric. 8 million home foreclosure home foreclosures that had to be tough on so many different people. I mean, imagine 8 million families uh, going through that foreclosure experience. People are certainly concerned about what would happen if there was another crash. You know, I think I think of what my dad used to say, easy come, easy go, be careful, you know? And, and yeah, we can accumulate gains in the markets and, and our investments and, and our homes and all of our assets pretty quickly. Sometimes it happens quick, like here in Florida. The past couple of years, if you look at your home value, it's like, oh, my gosh, how that even happen? It's crazy, right? Well, it can quickly go away, too. So you got to be careful. You got to be mindful. Um, you know, let's hope that we don't go anywhere near 08, 09. It's a very different time than we're in right now. But if history is our teacher, you know, one thing that that taught me back then was the people that had their portfolios positioned properly, well diversified, 
you know, a little bit of gold, a little bit of real estate, a little bit of stocks, a little bit of bonds, some structured notes, some indexed annuities, maybe some MIGAs, a really, you know, a nice cocktail of, of different asset classes, uh, you know, not getting too overweighted into just stocks or, or home or real estate or what, you know, not getting too overbalanced in one or the other. Um, you know, they were really weathered the storm nicely. And also what I learned from that, it was the folks that panicked in 07 and 08 and sold out and really panicked, um, you know, because they were they, they, they were too risky in the beginning. They had too much money all in stocks for their age and they panicked. They were getting greedy and then, you know, because things were good, we're making a lot of money and then boom, things collapsed and they panicked and sold out. Well, they never recovered from that. So you if you're in the game, folks, you got to stay in the game, but you have to have the right coach, the right team, and the right players to, to win the game, right? So, but just if you just completely get out of the game, that's the wrong answer. Uh, you know, I talk about this before. The same thing happened with my grandmother. I mean, she ran out of money because she gave up and got out of the game and, and put her money in, in uh, really, really safe investments like the bank and and these Tennessee Valley bonds because she felt secure with that, but it wasn't earning her the interest or the returns that she needed long-term to keep up with the rising cost of, of, of healthcare. She had the rising cost of housing. I remember my grandma went from, you know, a home that was paid for uh, to having to go into assisted living facility. And this is like 30, maybe 25 years ago. And it was five, $6,000 back then, you know? So, can you imagine what the costs are going to look like when you're 70 and 80? So we've got to prepare for this. Um, so, you know, we can't forget what happened to the economy in 08, 09. Uh, and it's not, it's, and I'm not going to say it's not going to happen again. Economies expand, economies contract. And that's what the Fed's doing right now. They're trying to contract the economy with raising interest rates. And you have to have the right portfolio and the right team weathering that storm. Super, super important. But, Man, 8.8 million jobs lost, you know, unemployment spiked to 10%. Uh, 8 million homes were in foreclosures. We think it's bad right now, but it's nowhere near what it was in 08, 09, folks. So that's the silver lining. We're in much, much better shape. Job market's strong and uh, the economy is still strong. So, uh, but, you know, there are a lot of things going on, a lot of changes, and, and, and the increase in interest rates changed everything. So you got to have a team that knows what's going on and can be nimble and make those changes, okay? So super, super important. Let's guard against the market crash. You cannot lose money in the first five years of retirement. It's, it can be devastating. And our next big concern, Eric, we talk about this a lot on Take Point on Retirement, Tax increases. The national debt's nearing $31.7 trillion. Government spending continues to rise. What's new? Most people believe that taxes are likely to go up in the future. If you look at historically where taxes have been, there is certainly room to go up. And, and Eric, you know, you and Randy talk about this a lot, but that is something that you have to be conscious of is protecting yourself from future tax increases because you're still going to have to pay taxes in retirement. Yeah, if, if you go to our YouTube channel and put in Take Point Wealth, you'll see the chart that Sam is uh, sharing with you right now. If you catch this video and podcast and, you know, we talk about this all the time on the radio in our, in our seminars, our educational events. And we, we, you know, taxes 
are at an all time low right now. You know, so historically, if you look at this chart and I know folks can't see it, but just picture, you know, taxes are a lot lower than they were in the past. And so there's a lot of room, like you said, to go up and they're going to have to go up. You know, we got 32 trillion in debt. I think it's estimated with the current administration spending. We're going to be 42 trillion dollars in debt before we know it. Um, that's, that's just it just seems like it's, you know, that's unmanageable. It's scary. So what are they going to do? They're going to have to raise taxes. So we've got to take advantage of some of the um, tax opportunities that we have currently to make some shifts and some changes like the Roth conversion. OK, uh, like whole life. You know, let's pay some taxes now and get things converted so we can don't have to worry about those huge tax increases that are probably going to come in the future. You know, with thirty two trillion dollars in debt, folks, there's only there's only two ways you can take care of that debt. And one is to cut spending. Right. Well, guess what? The folks in Washington are probably never going to do that. If anything, they're out of control. They, they just rob the piggy bank, piggy bank nonstop and just keep spending, 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 spending stuff that's not there. Oh, we'll just print more money. This is insanity, folks. And and so it's got to stop. Uh, and it does. It is going to have an impact on your retirement if we don't make some changes and be mindful of it, particularly with those increases in taxes that are going to come. They have to come. So we, we either have to stop spending or we have to increase revenue. And so uh, what do you think they're going to do? Politicians are going to, they're going to have to increase revenue. You know, 80% of the federal budget goes to mandatory stuff. There's only 20% of the budget left to do the discretionary spending. So, you know, that's pretty scary. So we've, we've got to, we've got to get out in front of that. So most people do believe that taxes are likely to go up in the future. So let's get out ahead of it now. Yeah, what's great, Eric, is that you can put a plan in place to kick the IRS out of being your partner in retirement. So many people, I know you meet with so many people and you you come to find out they have so many of their funds in these tax deferred accounts where the IRS is maybe a 30% partner and not all of that money is theirs. So you get in touch with Eric and Take Point Wealth Management and talk about a Roth ladder conversion plan today. Number five on our list of six major concerns for retirees and pre-retirees. This has been a topic on our show, Eric, for at least the last year, and, and that's inflation. Yeah, we talk about inflation a lot, and you need to be prepared for the ever-increasing cost of living. You know, uh, through a smart, safe, and smart risk investing strategies. I mean, we can help cushion the blow of the rising costs throughout retirement. And, and now's the time to act. You know, um, we've seen crazy inflation, you know, 2021, 7%, 2022, 6.5, and 2023, we're estimating around 6%. So historically, inflation's been around one and a half to two. If I go back, you know, really, if we go back to 2013, all the way through 2020, um, you know, inflation was under 2% or right at 2%. And so we really didn't see a lot of inflation for a long time. And so we got a ton of inflation all at once here because of the pandemic. And then because of all of the cash and the money and the stimulus that was thrown into the economy, um, you know, so uh, the governments of the world keep kind of playing around with everything. And so we, we've got to be mindful of that and have a little bit different strategy and be a little bit more nimble than we were before. Information travels quick, quickly these days. And, and so, um, you know, 
But inflation, you know, the rising cost of health care, this is the one thing that I don't think folks think enough about. That average couple is going to have to spend anywhere between eighteen to thirty-five, thirty-six thousand dollars a year in healthcare costs in retirement. So we're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars in retirement that are going to go towards Medicare, medical costs, long-term care costs, and so um, you know the, this is a big expense that inflation uh, and and really even when inflationary numbers weren't that bad, healthcare costs are always going up. So. You know, this is something that we really got to get out in front of and plan for. Yeah. And kind of wrapping up our list, Eric, of the top concerns of retirees and pre-retirees is right up, right there on that topic of health care, specifically long-term care. And here's a fact, at least 70% of people 65 and older will need long-term care services at some point in their lives. That's 70% of people 65 and older. That's more than two-thirds of people. So, you know, looking at kind of a breakdown of some of these long-term care costs, a monthly cost in nursing home care, about $6,600, an assisted living facility, $3,600. This is per month, folks. Non-medical home care, about $3,500, all the way down to adult day health care, about $1,500 a month. So regardless of what category you may fall in, when you or your spouse or someone you know that is one of your dependents requires long-term care, it is certainly expensive. There are millions of unpaid caregivers in the United States for this very reason, because the cost of long-term care and health care for our seniors is just so expensive. Yeah, it's really crazy. And, it, you know, and when you see it in real time, it's, it's tough to watch. You know, I've been working with a, a lady that came to us not too long ago and and, um, you know, you never think that it's going to happen to you, but her husband ended up, you know, being becoming incapacitated and, and at an early age now, early 70s is in a, a nursing home and in, you know, under full nursing care. And it's costing them, you know, a little over six thousand dollars a month. And they're they're having to spend those assets down pretty quickly because they didn't really have that plan in place. And so, um, you know, I can't imagine you know, I'm 52. Uh, when I'm in my 70s or 80s, good Lord willing, uh, if I make it there, um, I can't imagine what those costs are going to be. And you can't just bank on, you know, I hear this all the time. Well, you know, I'm just going to die in my house anyways, or, you know, I'm not going to need that. That's not going to happen to me. Or I've already got this, you know, my kids are going to take care of me and all this kind of stuff. And that's really speculation, folks. That's really not a plan. That's speculation. And so let's have a real plan for this, okay? Let's talk about it. Let's have a real plan in place so you can sleep at night knowing that that's something that you're truly not going to have to worry about. And there are strategies and tools in place to cover that risk in the future. And, and so you owe it to yourself. Hey, maybe instead of sticking that money in the CD, CD at the bank and paying that taxable interest, you do something like some type of long-term care strategy where you got that all covered. A lot of folks down here I talk to, you know, they're, they're widows or, or, you know, uh, widowers and they're alone and, you know, uh, maybe their kids live somewhere else. You know, you could be faced with being alone and, and having to take care of yourself. So this is something that we really got to talk about. And it's all a, are all a part of that free retirement plan consultation that we're offering you here on today's show. Take point on retirement radio. Give us a call today. 352 616 
0511 to schedule your appointment. We'll do a Zoom. We'll, we'll do an online chat, whatever it is that's best for you. And let's talk about these things and get out ahead of them. So uh, I think that's all the time we have today, Sam. Uh, I'm going to wrap up today's show. And, you know, thanks so much for listening, folks. Uh, we truly love what we do here. And, and uh, give us a call today. Let's get you on track. Let's talk about all this stuff. you got so much stuff facing you. So get on track with that total retirement plan free, for, free to you at Take Point on Retirement Radio. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to Take Point on Retirement. You deserve to work with a private wealth management firm that will strategically work to protect your hard-earned assets. To schedule your free, no-obligation consultation, visit TakePointOnRetirement.com or pick up the phone and call 352-616-0511. That's 352-616-0511. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and TakePoint Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. Investments involve risk, and unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. At TakePoint Wealth Management, we know you've worked hard to earn your money, and you've worked even harder to save it. When it comes to wealth management and planning for retirement, trust Eric Arnett and his team of experts who have been helping individuals, families, and business owners find financial freedom for more than 20 years. Let us help you protect and grow what you've worked so hard for. Schedule your free, no-obligation consultation now at TakePointWealth.com.